This is a Triple J podcast. On this episode of Simply the Jest, we're loading up the truck because we're on the move. This week's stories all have to do with the theme moving. So think moving jobs, moving countries, and the shit show of moving house. Completely exploded. What? Like the serial killer? The, yeah, the serial killer, yeah. No! Did you say you died? Are you back from the dead? What? Are you a ghost? I am back from the dead. At what point did you realise you were <laughs> swimming in the pool of one of the most famous musicians of all time? <laughs> like, too late. Like... <laughs> Is this a Ratatouille situation? What? Wow. Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Hi. Simply the Jess. Australia's best stories. Good afternoon, morning or evening. It is simply the Jess. My name's Lewis Hobber. <laughs> My name's Michael Higg. And I'm your little skipper, Jess Perkins. Toot. Oh, toot. Toot, toot. <laughs> what time is it there on the boat? I don't know. You won't <laughs> let me have a clock. <laughs> yeah, we run on casino rules here. <laughs> we wanted to keep on steering that ship. <laughs> 24 hours a day. How are you, Perko? I'm great as per usual because I'll never tell you how I really am. Smart. Oh, yeah, good. We don't want to hear it. Now, Perko. <laughs> yeah, I assume it's just a polite, you know, one of those polite questions. It is. Smart. Now, moving on. <laughs> I would love to get into it off mic. Now, Perko, um, uh, this week, the topic of Simple Jess, where we hear simply your best stories. Uh, the topic is moving. I guess we're talking mm. about moving house, moving schools, moving countries. Uh, now, are you someone, I imagine you hate moving because you yes. hate everything. <laughs> That's not true. Or no, you hate doing things. And moving yeah. moving involves doing. Yes. Yeah. Do you hate moving house? Yeah, big time. I'm quite lazy. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to like, when it comes to like physical exertion, I'm quite lazy. Oh, yeah. Mm. I hate moving. So, and here's the thing. The most recent house move I did was uh, uh, with my partner, Aiden. We moved from one apartment to the other, and it was in the same building. Oh. We literally, we just moved two floors upstairs. Oh, so. you're moving on up. Okay, you're heading Yeah, we moved up. A couple more years, the penthouse, baby. <laughs> did you right. hire removalists for that, or did you do it well, yourself? Well, we, we did hire removalists. No. To move for the, two floors up? For the big stuff. It was during oh, okay. lockdowns. Oh, sure. So okay. we couldn't get friends or family over, yep. and we couldn't. I couldn't carry the fridge and stuff like that. Yeah, so, fair, enough. But, fair enough. But what we should have done is got them to do everything because we were sort of like oh it's easy they can move like the couch the fridge the heavy stuff and then we just do the rest but that just meant we spent about eight hours going up and down the same set of stairs taking tiny boxes of stuff instead of these these gigantic men turned up and like I, i feel like one of them put the Put the fridge over his shoulder and just like ran up the <laughs> yeah, stairs, yeah. and then I'm carrying I'm carrying this tiny box with like a few cups in it. Like, eh, eh, <laughs> idiot! Should have got them to just take absolutely everything. They were even sort of like mm. they felt bad that it took them like twenty minutes to yeah. do a few things. You could have held the box and then they could have carried you up and down the stairs. Oh, shit, oh, that would wow. have been so nice. A litter. <laughs> That's kind of my dream. You know when you see babies just like like strapped to a parent and they just kind of hang in there? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's my dream. You would have done well in the old times. You know how in the old times there'd occasionally be a king or a queen who was carried around in a a litter? A a palaquin? What's it called? A litter. A litter? What do you mean a litter? No, on the shoulders, you know? Yeah, a litter. I thought it was like a palanquin or so, or a palaquin. Oh. What's the word I'm thinking of? Do you know, know the thing we're know. talking about, though, Perko? Not at all. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, and they go, yeah. dun, 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 and yeah. they walk in with the king or queen on the shoulder. Before they had the horse and cart, they had the the, her, the person and cart. Exactly. Yeah. yeah person yeah. and cart. I think you would. No I, wheels. You would have thrived being carried around. Like Do you know that, what? Perko. Maybe actually, um, as we move towards electric cars, yes. 
you know, eventually will right. become so... And this is the woke future that the Liberals are dreaming of. <laughs> is eventually we'll go back to people-powered motor vehicles, litters. Or robot-powered. I mean, we're focusing a lot on the wheel now with cars. Why don't, well, now they invent robots, you could have four legs. robots carrying you around. You Eight know? legs. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where are uh, we? What are we talking about? Are we talking about <laughs> Who am oh, I? I've got, a, I've got a moving debacle. Not a debacle. A, a moving conundrum for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, many years ago, I moved out of a house. Yep. And I was moving back in with mum and dad, as is my want to do. <laughs> I honestly don't know why you bother leaving your parents' house. Going back to the nest. The amount of times you go back to the nest. The little baby bird who yeah. couldn't find his worms on his own. I don't I think. I think basically every time I've moved, I've moved back home. In between houses, but moved back home, so I didn't have space at mum and dad's house for the bed because I still had my childhood bed, right? So I left the bed. It's a, it's a race car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it takes up a lot of space. <laughs> you say race? Yeah. Um, but I, so I moved my, I left my bed at the house, and the the lady who was taking my room, she didn't have a bed. She was like, "This works out really well for me. Uh, I'll use the bed." Uh, now, this is an etiquette question. Uh, if you were in her position, Lewis, Perko, yeah, you're borrowing the bed. Of a guy you kind of know for six months, oh, right? Yeah. Now, obviously, as the bed lendee, lender, yeah, sure. I would like her to refrain. Refrain, probably, I guess, because I'm going to take that bed back. But I also know that it's, it's probably unreasonable. <laughs> yes. yes. For me to ask that, <laughs> right? Not to have sex on the bed. Not just not have sex. No, no, no eating in the bed. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Oh, wow. I don't crumb, so, I, no crumbs, no cum. That's my rules. <laughs> That's my rules. <laughs> so, <laughs> I obviously I was like I can't say that obviously because no. that's insane. Right? Well done, yes. great, you know, great work, Michael. Good, good progress. Here's what Finally. I did though. I was like, and in retrospect, this might have been a bit psycho. I went oh, down no. the shops to the whatever the outlet, uh, yeah. the, the bedding outlet, and I bought a pretty zip-up mattress protector, mm-hmm. and then came back. And as she was unpacking her stuff, I was like, hey. Would you mind using this? Mm. And then she was like, do you think I'm going to piss the bed? Is that why? And I was like, no, no, no. I don't think you're going to piss the bed, but you might, you know. Get crumbs in it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on crumbs. (laughs) (laughs) We were like friendly. Uh. So she was like, well, this is just another one of Hing's weird things. Now, do you think that was okay? Or do you think she in the end, she was fine. Free bed to six months. But do you think there was a better way for me to deal with that situation? I think you were too late. I think you had to get the mattress protector on before she even got there. Oh, so yeah. that when, when she gets there, it's already there. That's already just on the standard. Bed. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's yeah. how By I live. turning up with the receipt and everything. Like, <laughs> Obviously, I want to be reimbursed for this. And also, <laughs> can you put this on the bed? Yeah, you're a psycho. Yes. Yeah. Okay, no, fair enough. Well, apologies to everyone involved then. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I had a bed debacle that was a bit different, but it was when... A moving bed debacle. Yeah, when I was breaking up with... I had broken up with an ex, mm-hmm. and we had had been living together and uh, I was moving out of the house that we lived in together. Now, I had bought the bed, but it had been some years, you know, we'd the, been living together for a while. The bed or the mattress? The mattress. You bought the mattress? The bed, in fact, was hers, I think. The mattress Ooh. was mine. Okay, well, the mattress is the important thing. Agreed. Who the gives bed a fra- shit about the bed? The bed frame, who cares? The mattress, 100%. that's where the money's made. That's right. <laughs> so, she was overseas as I was moving out. 
right? Which was quite handy for the move because it took some of the sadness out of sure, it. Sure, some know? of the, yeah. You didn't have to do that thing where you just watch them pack up. Sting in the tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so, you were moving out. Yeah, so I was moving out and I'd packed up everything in the bedroom and I was like, do I take the bed? Oh, interesting. What would you, before I tell you what I did, mm. why don't you tell me what you would do? <laughs> I would like to know what else was left. Yeah, good Do you know what call. I mean? Like, if, did if you leave the ta- fridge? Did you leave the TV? That kind of thing. Uh, so it was a big share house at the time. Mm. So we were two people in a share house of six. Right. Okay. So a lot of that stuff was communally owned. Yeah. Or wasn't yeah. So really stuff. the bedroom was the, was the, okay. was our, did you take any other big items? Any other big ticket items that weren't the bed? No, like, like I took like my desk, which was very much my desk, my, okay. mm-hmm. like my desk sure. chair, which is very much a sure. desk chair. There were a few things that we had like bought okay. together, like yeah. a, a small couch. And but stuff. it wasn't like a washing machine or a no, dryer or like that. Okay. I was leaving. I was traveling pretty light. The yep. bed was the only really big ticket item. Okay, so it's one yeah. thing to split. Perko, what do you reckon? Um, I kind of feel like if you'd, t- you know, if it was just you two living there and you'd completely gutted the place, <laughs> that would have been a bit of a dog act. But, oh, I don't know. It's 50-50. It is 50-50. Keep in mind that what it comes down to is she gets home from overseas. I've moved all of my stuff out. She gets home. There's just a bed frame with no mattress. Yeah, no mattress. I think think that would reflect poorly on you. Yeah, and I think it also depends where you're going. Like... Like, I've got nowhere to go. I was staying with friends and I was putting all my stuff into storage. But did the oh, friends have nah. but did the friends have a bed or are you sleeping on a on I was a sleeping couch? on just like a pre existing bed in their house. Oh well then you've oh, got okay. a place to sleep. You got, yeah, 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 you've got to leave if, the bed. If you've got a bed, you've got to leave the bed. <laughs> yes, if you've got a bed, yeah. you've got to leave the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. having said that, I have never left the bed. <laughs> because <laughs> Because You're saying what you should do, not no, what no, you but, do but, do. But but I'm also anyone I've lived with before in that situation, I've always been like, hey, this is my mattress. Oh, damn. And if okay. things go south. Oh, you've gone in from the top. Well, I just, if I'm moving in, I want everyone to know this is my mattress. I'm taking my mattress. Oh, no. I'm sensing some judgment here from Perko. No, I think that's reasonable. You just, you just got, you You're want... putting a, a mattress prenup a, at the start of every relationship. It's about, it's about setting expectations, you know? If, if this you're goes bringing south. the mattress into the relationship, that's mm. your mattress. But I brought the mattress into the relationship. No, but you didn't set expectations. What I'm saying is, had you said when you moved in, hey, if this, like, if this goes south, mm. I'm taking the mattress, then everyone knows what they're in for. It, while she's overseas, she has time to reconcile. Grieve oh, the mattress. I'm coming back, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll <laughs> one online, it'll arrive by the time I'm home, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. What the situation you're describing is, she won't know she'll come home, Correct. sleep on some slats, and yeah. no one wants that. Yeah, yeah. And that's honestly what it came down to is I imagined how it would look, and yeah. I thought she'll come home and it will feel vindictive. Of course. Which is not, and I was like, oh, it was actually just in my mind, I was like, this was just the mattress I bought. Yeah. But I was aware of how it would seem. And I left the mattress. Interesting. Yeah. 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 But I okay. think about it a lot. So, Perka, yeah. who owns your mattress between you and Aiden? Yeah, I who actually... gets it if things go south? <laughs> well, me. But I'm pretty sure we bought that one together. Like, okay. a lot of the furniture in the house, I think I yeah. bought. Yeah. But So, I kind of see it as, if we break up, he has nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I want him to feel that way. I've lost the love of my life and... All furniture. <laughs> Equally bad. She's, she's got movers on speed dial. <laughs> Ready every to go. Time he, every time he, you know, leaves a dish. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> Ready to go. I'm taking the mattress. <laughs> 
right, let's get into some stories. We've got some incredible moving stories from Sip of the Jest listeners. Coming up, you'll hear about a flying vibrator, a lost dog, and the sneakiest of roommates. Elise in Brisbane, what's your moving story? A couple of years ago, um, and I it was peak COVID, so I enlisted the help of um, some removalists who were, you know, of a sort of more of a religious ethnic background, mm-hmm. um, and probably about I'm quite a frail small girl myself, so about my size um, to help me move. I also had the guy that I just started seeing at the time helping me. Um, so we've got to the new apartment and they're carrying my bedside table up the stairs um, and then he sort of fumbled. And in that, all my underwear went flying everywhere, like oh. there's G-strings, granny undies going everywhere. Oh, no. Like the worst. <laughs> that's not it. That's your box of stuff. My, um, <laughs> my box of stuff, my vibrator came flying out as well. And oh. he's just gone bright red and tried to quickly stuff it back. Oh, no, he drawer. touched it. No, 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 no. It was in a bag. It was in a bag. And in that moment, he somehow jammed it in there and turned it on. So oh, he just oh, no. started vibrating. Um, and he's just stood there mortified. So the guy that I was seeing at the time was like, <laughs> exactly. And the guy I was seeing at the time was just like, mate, I got this. And he's just gone in, turned it off, picked up the chest of drawers and on his merry way. Back wow. Into the house. So <laughs> well played. definitely an eye-opener for those guys. They were, once they realised what it was, not touching it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they touched it the first time, to be honest. They're like, yeah. I think we might have dropped your... Bag. Your pink round electric bag. toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? It looks it looks strangely odd, but yeah. Are you still with the guy that you were seeing that helped you move? No, I am not, but oh. we're still good friends, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> you did really well there. <laughs> Zach in Byron Bay, what is your moving story? Five years ago or so, we were moving house finally, and we had everything in the truck, everything in the car, and the last thing was my sister's bird in her birdcage. Mm-hmm. And so um, my mum and my brother, who think they're geniuses, decided let's take the bird out of the cage and put it in the box. Uh-huh. They both tried to do this at the same time, had an argument, and then the bird saw its first 10 seconds of freedom to fly out the cage, got about 10 seconds in the air also, and then a magpie decided that's its lunch. Oh, and me and my dad no. and my sister witnessed it. Oh. And the arguments and the crying went on for about a week or two. Oh. oh, whoa, the finger pointing. So your brother and mother argued over yeah. the bird, and as a result, the bird was eaten. <laughs> and it was it was your yeah. sister's bird. Bird, bird on bird violence. Bird too. on bird violence. And your sister lost a bird because of an argument your brother and mother had. Yes. What okay. did your sister say? Did you guys have to get her a new budgie? We did get her a new budgie, yes, but it was it just wasn't the same. Uh. <laughs> Did your mum and brother learn a lesson about, I guess, family interactions, maybe? Uh, I believe so, but still don't think it's worked. And if you've got to transport a budgie, you smuggle it. We all know that. (laughs) Now, John Smith, what is your moving story? Uh, I'm a removalist by trade. Uh, By trade? Moving a house for a customer, and it was a big load, so we loaded it all up, got it all on board, and there was a dog to go in the truck with us. So my boss, being my boss, put it in the back of the truck in a dog box and it was about a seven-hour drive. So <gasps> after about two and a half hours, we let the dog out to go for a little run and do a wee and it didn't come back. It did a bolt. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, because it's been in a box for two hours. So probably it's like, yeah, I want to go for it's a bloody... Off. better go. So my boss, being my boss, uh, goes to the local town, finds a dog that's similar looking. No. And in the box. 
uh, get to the customer's house, we unload, do everything. The dog's with the customers the entire time. Not a word is said, and they just assume the dog's theirs. No way. No. Never heard back. Uh, spoke to guys in the office. They never heard back from that customer. Their dog oh was fine. Oh, my God. That yeah. is <laughs> unhinged. <laughs> yeah. And when your boss suggested that, like when he was like, we should just go to the pound and get a new one. Were you like, oh, he'd not. that's crazy. <laughs> like what? we should just admit to Far doing something out. wrong here. <laughs> um. I like getting paid at that stage, so I just shut my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, my God. John Smith, uh, <laughs> oh, man. thank you for the call. That's <laughs> wild. Woo! Oh, my God. All right, let's go to a song. I, I, we need a moment to debrief that. A dog <laughs> switch. <laughs> Nat in Gladstone, what is your moving story? So I left my girlfriend with a uh, pretty amazing gift when I moved out of her house. Okay, you moved out because you broke up? Yes. Okay, okay. So what was the gift? What did you leave behind? I, When I was moving out, I had this tiny little car and I stacked it up with all of my stuff and I made it about two streets away from her house as I was driving away and I was completely sobbing um, and I crashed into a parked car oh, no. um, only two streets away no. From, no, no. from her house. <laughs> um but thankfully, I still had two days left on her car insurance, and so I, I was covered completely covered by her car insurance. But I absolutely destroyed her no claims car insurance, uh, <laughs> and she has the craziest high premiums on her car insurance. That is such an administrative way to get back at an ex. Wait, Nat, did you say... So, wait, just to pedal back a bit here, did you crash a car because you were crying and driving? Is that... Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, but for the grace of God go I. Yeah. You know, we've all, we've all been behind you, the wheel while crying before. You, I mean, Michael, most days. I mean, I'm crying and driving all the time. I've never crashed... I've never written off a car, though, but um, I'm, so, I'm glad you're safe and survived it, but... um, And that you punished your ex with some high, <laughs> high premiums. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nat. Jared, what's your moving story? So I was living in a share house in London. Uh, you know, one of those kind of, no one's really been on the original lease. You're all just kind of taking yeah, over a room from someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so I moved in, you know, it was four bedrooms upstairs, a bedroom downstairs. It was a bit of a weird layout. Didn't ask any questions. It was cheap rent. Who cares? I'm in London, not for a room I'm there to enjoy. Uh Anyway, we all get turfed out and uh, get a message from the landlord saying, right, you guys need to go back and clean the place. Otherwise, you're not going to get any of your bond back. Mm. Uh, so go in to clean, open up the door to uh, what I thought was one of the housemates' bedrooms. Turns out what he claimed as his bedroom was literally half the house. So <laughs> in the downstairs area, he had just decided to take over the lounge room uh, a separate bathroom uh, where the laundry was supposed to be, his bedroom, and a garden that none of us knew existed because we'd never <laughs> been on the original lease. No! no. That, the, the stones! Yeah. <laughs> the stones! So, yeah. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> did you all pay the same rent? We all paid the same rent. No! £600 a month. Yes. And, uh... I thought, you know, 
look, he was a dodgy landlord. It was a dodgy place. I just thought, oh, this is a strange layout. Didn't ask any questions. <laughs> but, yeah. And so how, One, like, we, hmm. did you, was there any communication? How hard was this guy working to make sure you never went through the magic door? Was the door locked and stuff or...? Oh, yeah, it was always locked, but it was his bedroom. So, you know, when you leave your bedroom, you lock it because you're in the share house. You don't ask any questions. It was just, it was just strange. And I thought, oh, well, you know, this is a, this is a strange house. He had all of Nadia uh, back there. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you kind of respect the hustle? Obviously, it's, obviously it's a dick move, but do you kind of respect the hustle? Like the stones? Yeah. The psycho stones to even pull that off. Yeah, I kind of did. But the most annoying thing was, you know, there were, he, he has a garden in central London, and uh, little did I know I had a garden all along, but he just claimed it as his own. That's <laughs> oh, so good. Man. It's so good. That's wild. I love this guy, <laughs> i got to say. <laughs> like, I know he's a criminal, but, yes. oh, you know, he's a dog, but, <laughs> man, I love him. What a betrayal. Oh, but also, <laughs> what a hero. Yeah. You know, in this economy. I know we shouldn't be um, supporting a grifter like this, mm. but imagine the life he lived every day, just like well, it's... getting away with it. I mean, yeah. this is an extreme version of the other thing that happens when a house breaks up, which is you. Re- Sometimes when you talk to the real estate agent after a house breaks up, you realise that someone, the head tenant, mm. has been absolutely grifting you yeah. on the rent being paid, right? They go, oh, sure. I've been here for a couple of years. We're all paying equal rent. Turns out they're paying $4 rent. Yeah. And everyone else is paying 300 You know yeah. what I mean? A renting yeah. landlord. It's a despicable yeah. creation. Yeah. Um, have you ever been the victim of that? Uh, no. Not that you know of. No, I've, no. Always, I've always lived with friends. Yeah, right. I got stung by a um, pretty venomous renting landlord. Actually, the same house I moved out of where I left the bed for the for the lady. Oh, right. Um, it was a house that had just been passed down for like, you know, 15 years, whatever. It mm. was actually an old medical surgery that had been transformed into student accommodation. And uh, when I left, it turned out there was a, a video game guy, who a guy who worked in video games, who had been living there for about 10 years. And then when I left, it turned out he was paying something like $15 a week <gasps> rent. And we found that out once the house got was getting demolished. And <sighs> let me tell you, I, <laughs> I, I was so furious. Like, I could not look at him. And I was like, how could you do this? And he was like, it just sort of happened over time. Every time the room would change put an extra five bucks here, an extra ten dollars here. And there were so many of people living in and out of the house and it was changing. My hands like, were over tied, time. Michael. He was like, over time, it just went my rent came down to fifteen bucks. And he was like, and like really I'm the one organizing the rental spreadsheet and I'm the, all my names and all the bills and stuff. And he's like, if you guys were ever late with rent, I'd have to pay the late fees. And I was like, I don't think I still don't think it's right. Yeah, the late no. fees five bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but was he Sitting on a secret mansion, <laughs> hidden behind an incredible door. You know what I mean? Like just oh. grifting like ten five bucks out of people here mm. and there. Mm. That's lazy. This guy had a whole secret life. Yeah, yeah. a secret Could- garden. Can you also imagine how stressful that might have been, though? Like, if somebody was knocking on your door, like, hey, uh, Darren, we've just made a big bowl of pasta. Do you want it? No, don't come in. What don't come in. Don't come in. What are you doing? Da- Nothing. Nothing. Don't come in. But also, like, he would have to make sure he got close to the door to yell that. Because, mm. you know, if he was too far away, he'd be like, yes. Don't come in. And you're like, Jesus, <laughs> like he's a long I feel what... like you can hear birdsong in the back of that yelling. <laughs> you know what would have tipped me off? Is that. So in that second part of the downstairs house, there was the the living room that he'd inhabited mm. and the garden. There was also a second bathroom. 
Yeah. Wouldn't it be suspicious? Darren never showers. Oh. Darren never goes to the toilet. Yeah. Wow. Darren's Darren doesn't have a towel in the shower in the bathroom. Such a good point. Do you think maybe he was faking it? Do you think he, he was? Would, oh, he would do man. like a second day shower or something, or like walk <sighs> down, like wet his hair in the th- in the sink and walk down with a towel. Oof. Jeez, low pressure. What in the a old precious shower not gang. There. Anyway, back to my tiny room. Oh, the stones on this guy. <laughs> oh, I'm also fascinated by the layout of the house that nobody realised it had a garden. Like yeah. every all back ga- backyards can be accessed some other way. Like, how do you not realise that your block has a back garden? Maybe That's they crazy. Thought it, maybe thought that the, the garden was attached to another house or something, yeah. or off a different angle. Maybe it's incredible. It's genuinely like a. I don't want to hang out with this person, no, but no. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I just love it. Like the, <laughs> the idea of opening up and just realizing that there was so much more house in your own house <laughs> is fascinating to me. The whole living room was there. Where were they hanging out? <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so like gross. if Harry Potter was living in the cupboard of Harry Potter without realizing that un- outside of his cupboard was the house. <laughs> Actually, Perko, <laughs> it's like, you can relate to that, can't you, Perko? <laughs> yeah, it's so nice getting out every now and then and going, what? Uh, well, let's get to some more stories. Coming up, you'll hear about a nun's collection of unmentionables and also a kinky find. Justin in Oberon, what's your moving story? My family used to own a removalist company and uh, I used to have my dad on the weekends. And one time we were just moving a nun from house to house and... Um, we got to the bedroom. So, how did we, you know she was a nun? Was was she in the uh, in the garb? Yeah, she was in the in the regalia. In the, in yeah, the, she was in the, the habit. In the habit. Ah, oh, the habit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're moving a nun. Sorry. Yes. Yep. And um, we got to her bedroom, and then we've lifted up her bed, and there happened to be at least six dildos. Oh no! By, um, land. Oh no! <laughs> now they could have been from a previous owner. They could. Yep. They could. And all they, you don't know what she was using them for. Could be go nope. on meat, meat tenderizer. Right or something. <laughs> I'm about to say, I can't wait to see this speculation. Maybe they were like um, slats for the bed. Perko, you've gone silent. Why aren't you helping out on this? What else could they be used for, Perko? Get involved, please. I'm drowning out here, Perko. You're on your own, my friend. I'm drowning out here. <laughs> Cross two of them over. What do we think? What do we think, Perko? A little dildo crucifix? Out of pinch. I think you were right with uh, meat tenderizer, and obviously that's where you would keep it under your bed. Well, you, you you you're, gonna... you're, you're doing a schnitzel from the from the from the bed. <laughs> yeah, you got to pound you're it doing out. A schnitzel. Got to pound it out. Yeah. No, no, I think you've nailed it. Thank um, you, Becca. So, what was her reaction to the um, dildos under the bed? Was she like, "Oh, was she goodness. not there"? Um, she was extremely embarrassed. She was like red as a tomato. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we had to t- we, when we took the bed out. My dad got, got me to stay by the truck, and he told her, and um, she's come back out with a box full of full of the dildos and just bright ads. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, no uh, crime, no harm, no foul, I reckon. But do you re- like six is a lot? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, she kept losing, yeah. <laughs> she kept losing them under the bed. Obviously, it's like they're not socks. You know, you'd remember, yeah. right? I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I guess I've never owned six dildos. You don't know how many schnitzel she's making. Jack in Tamworth, what's your moving story? Yeah, hi. So I was helping my grandmother move from a retirement village into a nursing home. Oh, yeah? And when we lifted up the bedside table to move it, 
one of the drawers has sort of been opened by gravity and in it we could see a, a photo of a naked man looking up at us. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. And who, do you know who the naked man, like how naked was he? Like full naked, full naked standing up. And you could like, see every, see it all? Like you could see it all. Oh, goodness. Wow. And do you know who the man was? Yeah, we do. Yeah. So it wasn't my grandfather. Unfortunately, Oof. he passed away years ago. But huge, yeah. Huge relief. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Uh, just one of her, one of her boyfriends. Oh, oh, so, oh so this is a modern this day is, nude. No, this is an ancient nude where you print it out and put it in a frame. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so this, hey. it was only taken like four or five years ago, Max. Damn. Oh. Okay, so this is after Granddad died. She'd moved on. Maybe made some other friends, and one of and he had provided her with a nude that she'd kept in her bottom drawer. Uh, yeah, no top drawer. Oh, top drawer. Top Sorry, drawer. yes. Hot damn. So yeah, she's printing out nudes. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's yep. so adorable. Can you imagine the young person at office work she had to ask help for with that? <laughs> Just the, at the library going, Excuse hey, me, young lady. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how this works. This is Gavin. Um, <laughs> so can you describe the um, the state of the man? Correct. Thank you, Michael. The um, state of the man. I, I would assume it's the same as the day he was born. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, but I mean, like, was he? Was he? Like, you know, when people send a nude nowadays, they're sort of. I hate to. I don't want to. You try and make it look good. Yeah, but sure. was he? Was it? Was it a dick What angle? What are we talking here? Like, pretty much like if you put the camera in front, took three steps back, and let the timer take the photo. Damn. And he was half mast all the way up. Look, I didn't pay that much attention. Okay, yeah. well I, I think it looks fair, but we're disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we just wanted you to say it was up, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Keep it both smiling at me, I know that. <laughs> 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 Phil, in uh, Queensland, what is your moving story? We bought an old farmhouse and we were, we were moving all the old cabinetry out of the kitchen and whatnot taking them out. When we got to the last cabinet that had the sink in it, we pulled it out and under that weird cavity where the kicker is that you can't get into mm. was the dead remains of a carpet snake that was like half petrified and half um, decomposing. So it had like oh. bits of its backbone poking out uh. and then the other parts had skin on it. And then it had sort of half on the skull. There was some parts of the skull exposed and whatnot. And Fine. around it was all oh. these dead little mice. So we figured the old dude who'd lived in there had poisoned the mice. They'd gotten stuck under the cabinet. This thing has gotten in there, eaten one of the mice, and died as well. Oh, so, yeah, ah. and so as I pulled it back, it frightened the crap out of me because I thought it was alive, and I went, oh, hang on, it's dead. And anyway, it, it was on an old piece of lino, so we cut the lino, and a mate of mine's missus worked at the Queensland Museum. They packaged it up and took it to the museum as a display. No! What? Snake on lino with mice? <laughs> yeah. That's well, so I mean, Queensland. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's like, something, quick, it's quick, get these Picassos out of the goddamn day. museum. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a snake carcass and some mice. Uh, oh, yeah. but the funny thing was, like, I mean, I don't know, you probably, probably haven't been near one, but, it, like, dead... Dead reptile, anything like a snake, it, it's a real, it's the worst smell you will ever smell. Oh, we we had a family. Yeah. If someone farted badly, it was like, man, that is dead snake. So oh, I don't know how, how this dude was living in there. But the fact it was in that cavity, he wouldn't have known where the smell was coming from. So yeah. <laughs> just mental. Oh, rancid. Yuck. Yeah. What a, what a vision. And can you still see it in the uh, Queensland Museum <laughs> or <laughs> poke around in there? <laughs> 
I, I haven't actually gone in there to look, but they change the displays all the time, so I don't know. It might yeah. be on and off in there display, yeah. but yeah. Might have replaced it with a sort of a dead <laughs> wombat or something. <laughs> <laughs> Australia, what's your moving story? I um, was living in a unit in a uh, rural, I don't know where it is, uh, Hay in the, um, with a girlfriend of mine, short-term lease that was staying there while we were doing um, some fruit picking. Um, and when we went to move out, the house was semi-furnished. It just had a couple of couches, a fridge, a table in it. Um, and the agent came through to do just the final inspection um, and everything was fine, and for some reason he decided to check behind one of the um, couches, and he pulled out a, um, a gimp mask. Like, we'd only been staying there two months and had never um, actually looked behind any of the couches. Um, and he's got this full leather gimp mask, and he's going to us, Is this, does this belong to you girls? And we were two 20-year-old girls at the time who had been travelling round and were um, absolutely mortified and trying to explain to this, you know, older man who was in his 50s, which, you know, was a lot, um, that it, it wasn't us and he's waving this um, gimp mask at us going, do you want it back? And we're like, no, it's not ours, it's not ours, it's, please no. And he, um, he walked it out and put it in the bin. And um, I don't know, to this day, I'm really not sure whether... He, he had planted it as some kind of prank yeah. on us or whether the previous tenant had a gimp mask. But, yeah, um, yeah that was um, a, bit of, a bit of a shock. How did he know to look behind the couch? Yeah. Oh, here's what I, I don't I don't know. We, we lived there for, like, we just stayed there for two months. We would, like, have been travelling around. So, you know, we pulled the mattress out of the back of the van and we just lived here while we did some fruit kicking. And, um, Sarah. Yeah, we... for some reason he went straight behind on, in the past, uh, we have heard stories on this radio show mm. from real estate yes. agents who use empty houses that they are trying to rent mm. to have sex in. Oh, God. They, yes. yeah, they, they, they're like, now, hey, we need a place we can go to be private. We'll yeah. just go into this empty unit now, of this empty block of flats. I propose <laughs> this man, he is the gimp. What's the gimp? Yeah. Yep. It was his mask. T'was his mask. T'was his yeah. mask. I, 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 it must have been like, why else would he go straight behind like yes. he didn't look behind anything else he yes. just reached behind and he pulled out leather gimp masks with like zips and all the, yeah. the, the box on it um, shuck you <laughs> <laughs> is this crazy i think they should have tested the gimp mask oh dna exactly done a swab of that done a swab that kind of strand of hair of the real estate agent done a swab of the mask yeah and then gone hey matchy matchy you planted this mask. Yeah. And you know what would have been great? It could have been like Scooby-Doo at the end. They would have found him. <laughs> I would have gotten And they would have it. found some gimp crawling around on all fours in a cage. And they tore off his mask. And it's the real estate agent. And he goes, I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Mm. Is that a timely reference? I think people know what Scooby-Doo is. People yeah. Know, Do they, know they know about the ripping off the people mask? Know about, yeah. If people know about <laughs> Scooby-Doo, they know about that. Yeah. Do they know about the Three Musketeers? <laughs> I would say Scooby-Doo is slightly more timely. <laughs> Slightly yes. more up to date than mm. Alexandre Dumas. Dumas. Well, let me go to another timely reference because there's a man called Pat Boone, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he is in a lot of pretty hit films that I think a lot of you would love and have heard of. Sure. Let's all um, reflect on the Pied Piper of Cleveland. Sure. I mean, he's just he's just a talking head in that, apparently. Well, he's a friend of a friend Pied, of the Pied Piper. Piper. But, you know. um, but every week on the podcast, we dedicate a segment to the late, great, maybe still alive, Pat Boone. It is, in fact, the... Bonus caller. Caller, perfect as always. Our bonus caller this week is Amelia in Hobart. G'day, Amelia. What is your moving story? So my 
my moving story was right at the start of COVID. I was living in New Zealand at the time. And so I got the call saying that my job was shutting down, the whole country was shutting down. So I had to get out of the country before, you know, no job, no money. Right. right. And at the time I had a broken wrist. So it was just me and my best friend the next morning trying to pack up all my shit and make sure I had everything to oh, get no. to the airport. Mm. Um, and so I hadn't been at work for a couple of weeks because I broke my wrist and we went through to move my work like handbag and I noticed it was wet. Mm. And I was like, right, why is this bag wet? I realized at first, like my drink bottle had leaked, mm. but no, it was worse than that. I had an apple sitting in the bag and the oh. apple has gone moldy. And oh. so there's mold all throughout the bag, all throughout the jacket in the bag. But oh. it gets worse. It went through to the carpet. Uh. So there's this massive ring of mold on the carpet. I'm trying to, you know, figure out what to do because I've got to get to the airport and get oh. my bond back with a broken wrist. Yeah. So oh, yeah. my roommate, like, scrubs it as best as she can and it ends up looking like a red stain. So we kind of just like put the laundry basket over it. Yeah, good call. And a, a week later, the landlord like texted me and was like, dude, what did you do to the carpet? Mm. Like, did you spill something on it? I was like, no, nah, man, it was just like a nosebleed. Oh. And he'd already given me my bond back. Is <gasps> nosebleed better than apple? I don't know. I mean, no, but I no, guess you'd rather sounds hear like... a nosebleed than mold. Yeah, nose, uh... a nosebleed sounds like, oh, look, I couldn't control it was an accident. Sure. Whereas, yeah. like, yeah. left a bag and, a liquef- and an apple liquefied. Oh, uh, yeah. That, you know. Yeah. And they can't, they, they, what are they going to do? Try and sue you internationally? They're going to drag exactly. you to the International Criminal Court? I don't think so. You got away <laughs> scot free. Yeah, and I used that bond money to buy a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Which yeah. we've gotten. And honestly, um, this podcast it's anti landlord and pro renter. So you could have um you could have said fight to the house and we'd still be on your side. <laughs> uh, that's great. Thanks, Amelia. I mean, also it's been quite pro gaming recently. You two have really been chit chatting about gaming a lot. So oh, um, man. Yeah, are you playing the new Zelda on your Switch, Amelia? Uh, no, I bought it when I came back to Australia. Spent most of lockdown playing Animal Crossing. Oh, oh sure, yeah. yeah. Okay. But are you yeah. still are you still switching it up? Are or you are still you, um? You, or are those dark days behind you? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. I got the new Star Wars Lego the other day. Damn, oh, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty All right. good. Okay, none of it means anything to me, but I'm trying to just <laughs> nod along politely. Um, Amelia... No, the Lego games are where it's at. Okay. Good to okay. Know. All yeah. Right. Well, Michael Hing still builds out out of Lego, so. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, it's not adult Lego. To, just to be clear, it's I'm a, just aren't you building I'm just vibrators doing Lego. Out of Lego. I'm just doing Lego that's too technical for children to do. Look. I'm not doing adult Lego like an adult <laughs> video. Like I'm not doing pornographic Lego. I thought you were going to be on Hamish Blake's Lego Masters Up Late. <laughs> Constructed out of ten thousand bricks, this giant cock and balls. <laughs> uh, Amelia, thank you so much. Brilliant, thanks. Yeah, obviously all power to Amelia, but mm. you still you shouldn't let an apple liquefy. No, it didn't That's feel good. Gross. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we I... couldn't say it when she was on the phone, but no. you know. Gross, gross, and and a broken arm. I mean, you can still go. Oh, that's into true. Your she had hand. a broken wrist. Yeah, yeah, no, fair but enough. You can still go into your handbag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Boko, uh, have you ever liquefied food? I did leave a banana in my school bag. Yeah, we've all. Time. Well, I mean, look, here's the thing: we've all done it. We've all done we've it. All done it. Yeah. Oh man! And this was in primary school, and I left it. It must have been over the school holidays. And then you know how you had those Legionnaires hats, and yeah. you couldn't go outside without your hat on. Sure, no hat, no play. 
But it it stunk. It absolutely reeked a of rotten like banana. Rotten banana. Oh, I can still smell it, and it's so upsetting. Is that how you became the indoor kid that you are today? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had no play. Fine, I'll never play again. <laughs> um, I never did. Well, Perko, we've heard some incredible stories today, but now it is time for you to decide whose story is the very best in the nation. Whose story is simply the jest? For this week, the moving edition of the podcast. Ah, look, we've heard stories about gimp masks, dead snakes, um, so many dildos. Uh, I loved the I loved Jared's story about the share house in London. Oh, um, iconic! So so good. But I think my our reaction to that story was only trumped by one other story, and I don't want to reward this behaviour, but it is a truly like baffling story that kind of made me reevaluate everything I've ever known. And it was a story from John Smith, definitely his real name, um, <laughs> whose boss just swapped the dog. Yeah. Just got a new dog. Classic just dog swapped swap. a dog. I can't <laughs> believe that. It's wild. It's something else. And I will say, look, there'll be people upset about this. I'll say, hey, you shouldn't be rewarding the dog swap. Of course. And, and I'll say this, because he is anonymous, he won't have given us his name or address. No. So he actually will go unrewarded. He will not be receiving the Big Red sticker. <laughs> That's right. And he will not be receiving the Golden Ham Chain keyring courtesy of Hobbit Incorporated. Also, a few people at the time texted in saying um, there's a good chance it was the same dog. Yes. Oh. So I, that's, the, that's the truth I choose to believe. Sure. That, that dog ran off, somebody found it, took it to the pound. By the time, mm. Yeah, by the time the boss went to the pound, it was that dog. Dog swap truther. Yes, that's you, what I choose hey, to believe. Do, yeah, do you ever, ever realise they didn't put the same the dogs in the same room ever? So smart. Same dog. Yeah, right. Same, oh, one of the there dogs. was only one dog. <laughs> one of the dogs. There was, was no second dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you to everyone who called in with their incredible stories about moving. Uh, thank you to you, Jessica, for joining us. If you want to find out what next week's topic is going to be for the podcast, please, please, please go and find us on Instagram at NotHobberAndHingOfficial. Every Tuesday, Pogo puts up the topic for Simply the Jest. And also, if you want to listen to this podcast, mm. you can do it anywhere you want. You can get it anywhere you want. We're talking Apple. We're talking Spotify. We're talking Overcast. We're talking, what's another one you use? I don't know. The ABC Listen app. Oh, my goodness. Have you heard, have you heard some of these podcasts in the ABC Listen app? I've heard, Michael. Oh, my goodness. Now, this is, uh, this is a lot of people are saying this. A lot, of, a lot of people are talking about this. Podcasts, they sound better in the ABC Listen app. The fidelity of the audio. Oh, hot damn. Oh, you know, I got a, um, it was my birthday last week, yeah. um, as you, I may have mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jess just looked at me disgusted. Um, <laughs> you don't get away from it yet, Perko. It's still June. I was, you know, I was well. I actually messaged you on your day, and I was like, "You've been fairly quiet about it this time." But I think it's just that I've been in the cupboard and not really privy. <laughs> yeah, to and the I was sick. I was sick. It was hard for me to fully like, which means be insufferable. I, yeah, which means I'll be slightly less insufferable for a longer period of time to make up for it. Like that feels good <laughs> for you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the, suffice to say, I have a, a new sound system in my house for your birthday. Yeah, it's a nice present. Yeah, it's really nice. So have you just have you what? I've just so I've just been smashing our podcast on the ABC Listen app yes. every morning. I wake up, ABC Listen app, Simple the Jess. Hot damn! When I get home at night, do you want to have a chat to your daughter? Absolutely not. I've got <laughs> no. to listen to Simple the Jess on the ABC Listen app. I, I know this is. I, I want to throw this out to the audience right now. And this is a rogue thing, because we don't usually do competitions for Simply the Jess. Oh, yeah. But if you have access to a huge speaker system... Oh, yeah. 
Like whatever, whatever you think the biggest one you've got is, you know, the speakers at the MCG, speakers at the MCG, what, whatever you've got <laughs> access to. Yeah. If you could play our podcast, oh, that's really good. Through whatever yeah. large format speaker system, maybe you work at a venue, maybe yeah. you work at, you don't have to play the whole thing, just the theme song, yeah. you know, yeah. through a giant, and send us a video of that. We'll send you a prize, a hundred percent. We'll send you an absolute prize. Now it's got it to be clear. It's got to be. Pretty good. Like, n- n- none of this. Oh, it's my TV, home set. I don't care, you know? I mean, and, and bonus points if you're making people in the public listen to our theme song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're like, if you work at JB and you can just do it through all of the speakers at once Honestly. throughout the store. Honestly. Yes. And a noise of middle aged men trying to get people to go watch their band or whatever at the CD section, Amazing. as I've seen before, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a long outro. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to our producers, Lou Hill and Ann Carter, and we will see you next week. Bye! is unhinged. Hey, it's Sanro. If you're enjoying Simply the Jest, then I reckon you might like Bang On. It's a podcast with me and the legendary Miff Warhurst, banging on about the week of music, pop culture, life, fashion and stuff. Bang On, on the ABC Listen app and wherever you get your podcasts.